you are listening to the wild soul podcast a podcast for the wild ones join me your host queen namaste as we embark on a journey to find our true north and our own unique path from wild inspired conversations to searching for life's hidden gems and meanings with a little dash of crazy in between because really who doesn't want to dance to the beat of their own drum Hey fam, welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast. I am your host, Queen Namaste, and thank you for tuning in to the show. If it is your first time, welcome. This is the podcast where we talk about all things wild, and I interview amazing people from around the globe that are shifting and lifting the consciousness of the planet. And hey, it's been a hot minute, maybe even a month almost. I don't know. I took a break because I was just like, yo, I need to just not do anything and I just need to retreat. I need to get off social media and I just need to chill. And wondering if any of you felt like that during the past month of December. Um, yeah, a little update from me. December was probably one of the best months of 2020. A lot of people didn't think that, but I don't know, for me it was very blissful and I loved it and it was just great, a returning of love and happiness and just like peace within. So I'm very blessed, very fortunate and very grateful for the December that I had and we'll probably do a little update episode maybe in the next few Um There's definitely going to be a lot of cool stuff coming out with regards to me, my personal life, what I'm up to, what's going to be happening. (laughs) And uh, yeah, just keeping the vibe super high over here because that's what we have to do. The only way that we can change the world is by first changing ourselves. So yeah, (laughs) get on that level, peeps. Find what moves you, what inspires you, what lifts you up. And hopefully some people that are on this podcast can help you with that journey. And um, today's episode, the first episode of 2021. Oh my God, what is up with that? 2021. Um, I know some people are like, yeah, thank God 2020 is over. But you know what? Um, it's probably looking like much of the same <laughs> this year and probably next year and probably the year after that. There's a lot of shifts happening, a lot of things demolishing, a lot of things coming in. And all I gotta say, or my advice, I'm no expert, but I mean, what I'm doing for myself is to just, to just look in. And I know we did a lot of that in 2020 because we had to, but I feel like even more so, there's just a lot of, the world is kind of going insane. And all we can do is worry about ourselves. And if you haven't read the book, um, The Four Agreements, I highly suggest you go get on that because it's a dope book. The Four Agreements. One, be impeccable with your word. Two, don't take anything personally. Three, don't make assumptions. Four, always do your best. And the second and third one, I don't know if I got them mixed up or not, but literally, don't make assumptions. I know I'm guilty of doing that all the time, but it's just so interesting how much we actually do assume. And also with the taking things personally, um, I've learned to really step into that agreement last year and I'm going to continue with it this year. Um, if you just don't take anything personally, life becomes a whole lot easier and happier. So if you haven't read that book, it's a really quick, easy read. You will love it and it'll help you out through 
the new year that is upon us. Anyways, um, so today I have a, an amazing woman on this episode. Her name is Deidre, and she, what doesn't she do? She does literally everything. This queen has a podcast, and it is called the Radically Aligned Podcast. She has been a TEDx speaker, which is super dope. She helps people heal their trauma and activate their highest gifts through a specific type of coaching. And earlier in 2020, around March, when we were in lockdown, she helped me so much with her coaching, and I believe I was an episode on her podcast so you can go listen to that if you want. Super vulnerable, but holy shit, she is the real deal and she knows what is up. We talk about the courses that she offers in this podcast and she's got a couple of them starting this month in January 2021, so don't miss it. We talk about her story and I love it so much, so I'm just going to stop talking about it and we're just going to listen to this week's episode. Uh, this week's episode <laughs> with Deidre. So here she is. Deidre, welcome to the Wild Soul Podcast. Ooh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for this conversation. You are a rock star and a light, and I just can't wait to have this conversation with you. And first of all, I just wanted to say thank you because you coached me back in the beginning of this year, like in the shit storm of it all in March, and it was just so transformational and yeah, I really benefited from it and you do great fucking work. So thank you very much. <laughs> I think you were like, you were like, legit, legit, you're legit. And I was like, <laughs> thank you. But you know what though? Like, I think it's so important to like have people who can support you because it doesn't matter what level you're at in your healing journey, in your business, in your life. Like we all go through things and, um, it was nice to support you. And it's just a reminder, like we all need support. Like no one's got their shit together all the time. That's a huge illusion. And that's one of the things that I just want to break down, like with leadership, like there's so many leaders and this sounds judgy, not judging, but where it's like, there's this facade of everything's great all the time. And then there's like the plug of, Oh, but you need to be vulnerable. You need to be authentic. And it's like this formula for being liked online. That's not even real. And so it's just really nice when people are in a space of leadership like yourself and you're like, yeah, like I was going through a shit storm and you know, I got some help and it was, it helped me out because I think we all need to just be more transparent with what's really going on in our life. And I've been through a few of those for sure. And when I say a few, that's definitely an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> I love the realness. Okay. First question I always ask my guests, who are they? So who is Deidre? Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> who am I? Yeah. Oh, okay. I need to like close my eyes for a second. I really, so who I really am, if I take away everything that I think I am, so all personality, all past, all projections, all imprints. I really just am here to like speak truth. That's it. Like I'm a vehicle to speak truth and wake people up. And um, that's my mission. So essentially that's what I am. I'm a truth speaker in this human body floating around on earth and, uh, you know, doing my best to make things happen, you know? I love it. Were you always a truth speaker slash seeker? 
No. <laughs> um, so I, the reason why, like we were talking about this before we, we pressed record is, um, you know, truth is my top value and it came from, and oftentimes what we value and what our purpose is and what we do in the world often comes from like a massive, like contrast of that. So I grew up like at a very young age, maybe like four or five living a dual life. Like I was super happy on the outside, super friendly, all the things, acted like everything was great, wasn't able to feel my emotions because I didn't have permission in my, in my upbringing to do that. And so I was super happy and bubbly on the outside, but on the inside, I had a massive fear of being seen for, you know, what was really going on in my life. So I got really good at lying, not like big lies or anything, but like covering up struggle. Like that was like a survival mechanism that I had up until I'd say like my mid twenties of checking things off the list, being, you know, the happy go lucky person and avoiding my truth because I didn't know how to step into it and own it because I never really had a model of truth. It was all about the illusion. It was all about what you looked like, what people thought of you. So I was like living a dual life until my mid twenties, until I had my you know, awakening my shit show of like tornado storm of like, who am I? And do I actually want to go there? Cause this doesn't feel safe. And then, and then going through that and being like, oh my gosh, my whole life, like when I woke up and that's like a process, right? It doesn't happen in one session, one day it's, I realized my entire life was a lie. And because of that, <laughs> Um, because of all the programming, the personality stuff, I had to like deprogram and walk away from everything that wasn't me. And that's how I found out who I am was from removing everything that I'm not. And that was a courageous journey of doing that. And since that, it's become my top value because anything else is not real. And I, I believe that most of the world right now is not operating on reality. And it's just really sad because I can see it in people. I can see their souls. I just see these people floating around in these bodies and it's like they're programmed. It's like, there's like a chip in them and they're following a script of whatever. And I, I was that person. So, so much compassion, but underneath of it, it's fear of the truth. Because if we really sit with the truth, we are putting our ego, our personality, and everything that we've identified our entire life in this lifetime anyways, with we have to, that has to die, that has to be removed. And when it's our only space of security and knowing, we will do everything we can to protect that, which I believe is why there's so much conflict right now in the world with what's going on is because people are defending what they know because it's their safety. And if that's taken away from them, who are they? And that is you know, I think it's the most courageous question we can ask ourselves and also um, the scariest thing. So, so when we see people, you know, flipping out on people online for speaking their truth or bringing their perspective online, whatever it is, it's literally just a, um, it's a mechanism to protect themselves and their identity. It has nothing to do with anything else. And, and I lived there and I got married. I got married when I was like 22. I started a business. I, um, you know, started a business. I really went down that road, really cared about checking things off the list and being successful. And then I, I never felt like it was fully it. And then my body got me really sick. And then I finally came to figure out that it was it because I decided that was the life that I wanted or I claimed it, but I was constantly asking myself, is this it, which is a sign. It's actually not the truth. It's not it. 
because in the itness, we can't question it. So long story short, <laughs> that sounds like a mind, a mind, you know, you know, mind game. Question it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, what was, was your a spiritual awakening part of, like you said, you, your body got you really sick. What did you have? So I, I started to have my spiritual awakening when I was probably about 19 or 20. I just experienced a lot of things that were going on in the world where I could see things, I could hear things, and I thought I was going crazy. So I didn't share it with people. And then I got married and I started sharing a little bit of it with him and that wasn't okay. So just swallowed my truth, shoved it down. And I became more and more and more sensitive and aware of what was going on in the world. And from not being able to be in my truth or speak my truth in that eight year relationship, um, I, my body got me sick. I got, um, different autoimmune diseases. I had really bad depression, but I was a high functioning person with depression. Like everyone thought I was the happiest person they knew. And, um, so depression, I was allergic to everything, stomach pain all the time. Couldn't sleep. Felt like I was hit by a truck every morning when I woke up no energy. Um, and then finally, you know, the universe was like, mm, you know what, she's just ignoring all this stuff. So we're going to do something that she's, you know, she can't hide. So I lost a chunk of hair on the top of my head, like full bald spot, top of the head, like right here, like back of the head can't hide. It. And it was the universe being like, Oh, you're going to ignore all of the signs that we've given you. You're going to have panic attacks and you're going to have all these things happen and you're just going to push them aside, slide them under the rug. So we're going to, you can't hide the truth anymore. We're going to go after your hair. And, um, so, <laughs> you, you know how the universe works. It's like, Oh, wake up, <laughs> wake up. And um, I was told by the doctor that I was probably going to lose all my hair, developed another autoimmune disease. And that was when I was like, nope, um, I know better. My spirit knew that I could heal myself and that I wasn't listening. And so that's when the deep, deep work came on. And I started to study with shamans. I went down the spiritual journey of really owning who I am and discovering who I am, which is an uncomfortable journey when you haven't been who you are um, living that. And that's what's got me to where I am now. So a mix of dis-ease in the body. I've healed myself from all of that within, you know, six months. And um, I had to walk away from everything that wasn't it in order to step into what is. Yeah. For you, sister. So obviously you left the relationship too. You're like, bye. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's crazy because like, I was in that relationship. I thought it was love. So I can't say that. And this is another thing. When I did my TEDx last year, um, I spoke a little bit about getting married and I didn't, obviously in 20 minutes, you can't share your whole life story with someone, you know, as an audience and someone on the feed attacked me and said that, you know, I used someone and whatever, you know, how trolls are online, mm -hmm. you know? And so anyways, um, so there was like this comment of, oh, you got married and, and you know, you use the person. I don't know that person. They just were projecting. But the thing is, no, I didn't use him. I didn't use the marriage. I thought it was love when I got into it because I didn't know what love was. So it's like giving myself a break about that. And I think that as we're going through this journey, we have to have 
compassion for ourselves. And yes, I did have to leave the relationship because when I woke up to it, it was like very like mentally and emotionally abusive. And I won't get into the details because it's not super relevant, but I left the relationship. Yeah, because it wasn't aligned and because I wasn't in love with him anymore. And I realized it wasn't love to begin with. But when I got married, I thought it was love. So it's like, so it's such an interesting dance of waking up and self-sorting and the judgments that can come at you from people who don't even know you, who, you know, are assuming that this and that. And I was like, wow, like, you know, so it's, it's compassion. We have to have so much compassion to ourselves as we make these shifts. And, and it's, it's scary. But when I look back on moments in my life, especially that change, um, moments that I was the most proud of. One of them is leaving that relationship because it was so comfortable to stay in it, but it was making me sick. And it was a very mentally and emotionally abusive relationship. And I don't know if I would still be here or be the person I am today if I was still in it because it was very unhealthy. Yeah, I've been there. I get it. And, but at the same time, you got to find like the blessings in that relationship and what it taught you. And like you, again, like you say, you probably wouldn't even be this person you are today. Like this queen without yeah. all of that. Totally. Yeah. So it's like blessings, lessons. Okay. Let's not repeat the lesson. Let's do it for I know the question, the question isn't, um, the question isn't whether or not you've learned the lesson. The question is, are you going to keep learning the same lesson? And, and for me, I was like, I can't do this anymore. And, you know, since then that person's, you know, we're both a lot happier. It's, it's, it's been such a gift, but we've got to make big shifts when we're, when we're waking up. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So after that, and you're just like, Hey, I'm this new person and I want to help people like also find their truth and stuff. And so tell me how that conspired, I guess. Yeah. Do. Well, in my past career, and this is how we know each other is yoga, like teaching yoga full time for like eight or so years, I would run these, I'd facilitate these corporate retreats and I'd have the owners of the companies say like, you're a coach, you know, like you're, you're, you're a guide. And I was like, you know, low self-esteem, low self-worth, even though I looked confident from the outside looking and I was like, didn't think I was good enough to be in this space. And so, um, basically I just surrendered to my gifts. Like everyone was saying I was a coach. Everyone was saying I was a guide. And I was just like, Oh, I am that like people were seeing the true essence of me, but I wasn't willing to see it because the rest of my life hadn't caught up to it. So it was a natural, like, this is what I'm doing. And as soon as I stepped into it, my business blew up and, you know, I had my biggest, um, you know, financial year, my first year of that business. And it's just been really flowing and effortless since because it's my purpose, but it's evolved a lot. Like I used to be very much um, more in the empowerment space when I first got out of the relationship and I was having things, I was helping people who were needed to be empowered. But the truth is on the healing journey, empowerment is just a is just a phase of our healing. So I was in the empowerment. So I was helping people who are potentially in victim or, or starting to have clarity on some things in their life that were incongruent, but that's not the be end all. So now I'm more of a spiritual guide and I help people awaken to their truth. And it's, um, it's more beyond that in unity consciousness and accepting and universal laws and like, okay, well this happened so that you could learn this soul school, like all that kind of stuff. So it's just been a natural progression of like, oh, this isn't me anymore. I've moved on from that and just allowing it to, you know, like fall away naturally without trying to attach anything, you know? 
I mean, as we should, we, we keep growing and evolving. Well, we, we should be, or we're not. <laughs> it's like the quote is like, you're either growing or you're dying. So of course that evolution is natural, you know, and then it gives someone else the opportunity to step into that space where they're really stoked on empowerment, you know? Yeah, exactly. So do you, okay. Talk about, talk about what you are um, creating for 2021 or have created and are launching. Just tell me about that. I'm telling you everything. So after, after having, so over the past five years or so, I've had so many people who are coaches and guides say, Hey, do you, when are you doing a certification program? And I'm like, I'm not doing a certification program. Like it just hasn't been something that's been on my mind. But after I've got so many people call me, ask me for more mentorship specifically on growing their coaching and, and their guidance, um, you know, uh, programs and business, I finally decided to surrender to it. And I'm launching my very first certification program. So I'm teaching ancient wisdom technology, helping people design, um, collapse time and space and move through physical, mental, emotional, energetic barriers like that, like you and I did in our session um, so that they can support their clients to get fast results. Because I believe that healing, yes, things do take time, but they don't have to take as much time as people think they do. And um, healing is possible very quickly when you have the right guide and mentor and the right tools. So I'm really passionate about helping people who are guides, who are thought leaders to have the tools to help their clients who are here to really be who they are in the world, get results quickly. So that's something I'm launching in January and I'm super excited about that. Wow. How does one even start a certification thing? Like I wouldn't even, is it like kind of the same as like certifying, like for, if you wanted to do like a certain type of yoga, yoga school, like same kind of thing. Yeah. Well, there's all these like ideas of what you need to do and what you don't need to do. And that's all based on what other people are doing and, you know, imaginary rules of how things <laughs> are. So I, um, I basically, I'm, I'm teaching people how to reach six figures in their first year of business or within the next um, 12 months, depending on where they're at. Cause some people who are already coaches and guides are going to come in. So I'm going to basically teach them how I built my business in my first year and, and everything I've learned since. And then I'm going to teach them how to create a core signature program so that they can have that running and making money while they sleep and supporting more people. So it's not just the one-on-one -on -one work. Cause, um, I did a lot of that and I loved it, but it was also really exhausting, um, because you're using so much energy. So I'm going to teach people how to scale and grow in that space. And then I'm going to teach them specific ancient wisdom technologies. So that's what they're going to get certified in, but through the coaching program, they're also going to learn the business of being your authentic self and making your own damn rules in your life and your business. Because I started my business and I was like, I only want to work two days a week. Like I don't want to have to work more than two days a week. Cause I like to have fun and play and go on adventures. So my first year in business and my coaching, I only worked two days a week coaching. That was it. Wow. And I did six figures. So I truly oh. believe <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and so basically, so my intention for creating this is I really believe that you can create and do multiple things at once. You just have to really ask yourself, how do I want to design my business? How do I want to design my life? How can I be my best self so that I can support many people? Because when we're in funky energy, we can't actually support as many people as we want. So it's really about creating it by design and teaching them specifically what I've done over the last 
you know, four or five years, I guess it's been four and a bit years to really create an epic business that I love that's constantly evolving. I've changed my identity of who I am and who I serve many times, but I've been fortunate enough to have the freedom to live anywhere um, for the past, you know, four or so years and have that flexibility and that freedom. And also more importantly, get people epic results so that they can go and do the work that they're here to do in the world. Wow, that sounds fucking dope. (laughs) (laughs) You're like leaning in, you're like, huh? Oh, sign me up. That's the thing with this, this year, especially, it took a lot of stuff away, a lot of security for people. A lot of people lost their jobs. And it was just like a wake up call for me too. I'm like, I've been saying this for goddamn five years. And clearly I have some blocks. I'm just like, I always fall back on the you know, quote unquote, nine to five, even though it's not even a nine to five, I don't do because you know, work that way, you know, like just having your own income while you sleep and like taking care of yourself and then having the freedom to literally live wherever you want to and still help people. Totally. And you're such a creator. Like for me, when people ask me what I do or who I am, like I'm a truth teller. Okay. Like that's the most basic thing I can say that's accurate. Because I could say, oh, I'm a spiritual teacher. Oh, I'm an evolutionary guide. Like, whatever. Like, I am all of those things. But really, I'm a creator and I'm a truth teller. So, yes, right now in this vehicle, I am in this moment, I am supporting coaches and guides. And I'm, that's what I've been doing for, for many years is helping people evolve. And I, you know, I have different programs that are running. And because I've done them and they're, they're automated, but I'm also in there energetically too. Like I show up live for them, but because the foundation's built, I can go and create my next program. I can go on my next adventure. I can focus on my next phase of what I'm excited to create. And I think as creators, we cannot want to commit to one thing because we don't want to be tied down. However, this whole program is designed for creators and thought leaders and people who are here to do many things. You can duplicate it in all areas of your life and business. And we shouldn't be tied down. We're here to wake people up. And I mean that from a place of love from the person who is like super not awake. And again, it's a journey. I'm constantly waking up to new areas in my life, but it's like, we're not here to be stagnant. We're here to evolve. And part of that has to do with financial security and freedom. And if you don't have those things, you can't fully access your full creative flow and energy because you're tied down to things that are pulling your energy. So it's vital to have certain things in place if you're a creator and you're totally a creator, Shannon. So yes. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what you are human design wise? Uh, I think I'm a three and a two, no, a three and a four. Like I don't actually know human design that well, but apparently I think I'm a three and a four. Oh, I don't even know what that means. So there's like, (laughs) I don't know the numbers, but there's projector, like manifestor generator. I'm a generator. Yeah. Oh, you're a generator. Okay. Interesting. Well, yeah, if I can get shit done, I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm a projector, which is like, you have to wait for the invitation or whatever. So if you don't, if you don't, you like meet blocks. I wonder, I wonder if I am like, I think I have some, someone's probably listening right now. And they're like, those girls are effing up human design so bad right now. I just know, I think I'm a three and a four. Like I don't really follow that much, but apparently the whole world is like, what's your human design? I'm like, how about should we just get to know each other? Like, are you like trying to look in my closet? Like, I'll tell you what you want to know. <laughs> but I, I'm actually more of a responder. Like I, if I just, what you're saying, I'm more of like, if I see a need in the world or something happens, I respond to that and I create from that. So I might not be a generator. I don't know. I should have just said, I don't know. <laughs> 
whatever you can find out in five minutes. That's how my mind works. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that is so cool, Deidre. I'm really excited for you. And are you doing one-on-one coaching anymore? Are you stepping away from that? Yeah. So I, I do a handful of one-on-one coaching. It's really for people who come to me, like I don't really market it, but yeah, I do a little bit of that and a lot of group stuff, which is really fun. Oh, group stuff. Like what? <laughs> so I have a, I have a core program that's called turn your light on and it's a 12 week deep dive program. And it's all about waking up to the truth of who you are and who you're meant to be. And it's very deep work of, we, we work on, we have a couple modules on trauma and core wounds and like, you know, releasing ties to that and doing some deep healing work with that. Um, we work on intuition because the biggest thing that people come to me with, and, and I think, um, you know, you probably can relate to this too, is like, you know, you know what you're supposed to do or, you know, what you need to do, but you're not doing it because you don't trust yourself enough. So it's about building that self-trust. It's about healing your past. It's about strengthening your superpowers so that you are fully online to do what you're here to do. It's about aligning with your mission. It's about tapping into the right community, your impact. And really like people are walking away from this program, like super aligned, super clear. Like we do before and after pictures and people literally look like they have a bright light on their face because they're beaming from the inside out. So it's just like a, a really deep dive of releasing what's not no longer serving you, activating your highest gifts, um, integrating change, and then showing up courageously for who you are and who you're meant to be in the world. And it's super, super fun. So that's a 12 week program and that's group. And it's a lot of fun. It's all online. Did you do meetups before the whole world shut down? Well, okay. Before the whole world shut down, I was actually traveling the world, bringing my event, my signature event, the turn your light on experience, which is a three-day event to different cities around the world. So I was working on creating um, strategic partners and then the world shut down. And I was like, man, like I'm back to BC. I'm back to Canada, which wasn't planning on coming back. And then I created this program. Cause I'm like, how do I serve more people? Um, how do I make a bigger impact? How do I help people globally still. Um, and then I was like, you know what? I, I create an integration program similar to the one-on-one coaching that I do, but all the basic things that I see people come to me and that I work on them with over and over and over again. So I created the 12 week program. Part of it's online. It's actually all online. And then every week there's an activation session with me, um, or like a deep dive session with me with the group where we can like go into different spaces, dimension places and do some deep processing. And also like be together as a community and support them. Wow. So it was originally a live event and you turned it into an online course. Well, it's inspired from the live event, but the live event, like it being honest, like the live events an experience, right? Yeah, live events can't beat them. They're so dope. <laughs> I love them. But the thing is the live event is just so it's just a weekend event. So this is like long-term change. Like people are walking away from the program completely changed. And yeah, that that's happened with people from the event too. Like people at this one guy who came to my event uh, last year, he, um, he, what did he do? He increased his, he like, <laughs> 300% his uh, monthly revenue, what he was bringing in from his business. And he was already doing like incredible um, financially, like people's results from that event were big, you know, of like starting businesses, um, stepping into their purpose, um, really making some huge changes in their life and their purpose. Um, 
However, you know, the integration is always good to have because we can have these deep dive experiences, but if we don't have the integration work that's consistent, it's easy to like slip off the, you know, off the wagon and get into old habits, especially if we don't have the right community or, you know, like when you don't have the right community, your community or your environment always wins without the right support. So it's like getting people out of their environment and, and into a new way of being, you know? Yeah. Environment is is so important and I believe a lot of people don't even realize how important and what a role that it actually plays and yeah just this time last year I was I really understood that because I was like kind of say I was in the same area as you like I moved to Kelowna because I broke up with my boyfriend and I didn't want like I didn't want to live with my parents so I'm like I'm going to go to Kelowna and when I was in my sister's like spare room she has three boys like a husband a dog and I was like fuck <laughs> and then like yeah didn't know anyone up there and like trying to make a new community it's just like okay yeah your environment yeah is very important so choose it wisely <laughs> yeah and it's like um the environment like it's just like a flower if a flower is not blooming or it's diseased and droopy like you're not like oh something's wrong with the flower you're like it's in the wrong environment and I think that's like one of the biggest game changers in my life, um, you know, about eight years ago, I went to an event and I met a bunch of woo crazy people that I was like, oh, like they're like me. I'm not weird. Like I've got like, this is normal. There's some people that are doing what I want to do. Right. And mm -hmm. getting out of our environment, but also yeah, our environment impacts us and, and one environment for one person doesn't work for another. So it's like, well, what medicine do I need today? And, and, you know, Kelowna seems amazing, but if it's not the right place, then it's not the right place, right? And plus I moved in the dead of winter and it was cold and I hate the cold. So I'm like, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> Sounds dramatic. You know, so let's talk about breakups for a second because that's just funny. Um, I got out of a relationship a couple years ago. It was, yeah, about a year and a half, two years ago. And I like chopped my hair. I dyed it black. Like we do crazy things after relationships. At least apparently I do. <laughs> I also chopped my hair. <laughs> yeah, it was like, but for me, I, I realized I chopped my hair and this is very unconscious. I was like, I always wanted to cut my hair and whatever, but, um, I chopped my hair, I dyed my hair. But when I look back on it now, over a year later, I'm like, Oh, I actually wanted to uh, de-identify myself. Like I wanted to take away my identity of who I was that got hurt in the relationship. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Cause like, we're so unconscious with some of the decisions that we make. And that was one of mine. Yours was moving to Kelowna midwinter. You don't even like winter. Mine was chopping my hair and dying it black, <laughs> but it's like, it's a tornado. Right. So, but yeah. Um, okay. Qu question. What is like one common theme that you find with people coming to you? Like what's their number one problem? Like, is it trauma? Like what are people dealing with most that you find? The common yeah, theme? that's a really good question. I feel like the symptoms, okay, I'll tell you the symptoms and I'll tell you the core challenge. So the symptoms are, um, you know, uh, over committing, feeling overwhelmed, not being able to make a decision, um, lack of self-confidence, um, maybe regular anxiety, uh, feeling like they're playing small, um, maybe settling in relationships and other areas of their life. And they're just like not fully living in their, in their full, their greatness, you could say. Right. And they have a version of themselves in their head that they've seen at some point, And they're like, I know I'm supposed to be there, but I'm here and I don't know how to get there. 
because I'm here and it just feels like there's a big gap, right? And they've done all the things that they feel like they, they needed to do. They've gone to personal development webinars or seminars, <laughs> webinars these days, and nothing's really made a huge shift, right? And so when people come to me, they're like, I want to make a bigger impact. I want to be more fulfilled. I want to be more confident, whatever it is. And mainly they want to make a bigger impact. And um, the root cause of everything comes down to unhealed trauma. So the problem that they don't necessarily know that they have, unless they've been reading like my blog posts or they've been really investigating a lot of these symptoms is unhealed trauma, like addiction, um, self-numbing, sidestepping, playing small, um, you know, teeter-tottering around our purpose and our greatness. It's like all has to do with unhealed trauma because it's imprints in time that told us a story about ourselves and imprinted something energetically, physically, mentally, emotionally. And because of that, we keep bumping up against ourselves and against these limitations. And until we heal that and complete it and strengthen our intuition and learn how to decode what our body is telling us in the universe, it's very difficult to take massive inspired action in our life. And it's also really easy to stay in dynamics of relationships that are unhealthy. Like it wasn't until I did some deeper healing on myself a couple of years ago that I was like, oh, I have to get out of this, the relationship that I was in because there were some self-worth things there that I had to sort out still. So it's like unhealed trauma absolutely is the root cause of all suffering. That's what my TEDx is on, but also um, like not trusting your intuition playing small, like being in unhealthy dynamics of relationship, it's all telling us there's something that's not being healed. Because when we've woken up to our true identity, it's love, it's infinite possibility, it's flow state all of the time, it's abundance, it's like creativity, it's, it's like literally everything that we want. So anything that is not that comes down to your personality, which is your programming, which is your past, which is who you think you are, who you think you should be, who other people think you are, who other people think you should be, and unhealed trauma, which is really the encompassing underlying piece of that all. So once you go to the root of those, you pull out the main pieces, people operate from choice and power, and it's fucking amazing to see. Like people like the the transformation that happens in as little as a few months of working together, it's just it blows my mind. Like it's incredible. That sounds that does sound incredible. And I think a lot of like what you said, people are walking around like, like waking up or not waking up, but we're like programmed from the very beginning that we get here to like everyone else's beliefs and society and all of this shit. <laughs> and like you said, like projections, what people want us to be, what our parents want us to be, do like, it's just, yeah, to remove all of that freeing. It's so freeing. And that's another thing I've noticed so many projections lately. I'm like, oh, this person thinks I'm that, that person thinks I'm that. I'm like, oh, interesting. Like, I just don't take it personally because I'm like, it's literally like deep conditioning and all I can do, all we can do if we're, if we want to see a change in the world and we're here to lead that change in the world, whatever that is, all we can do is keep our vehicle super tight and clean, surround ourselves with the right people and have the right support. Like literally that's like, all that I'm here to do. And I, I don't know if you believe in past lives, but I remember like five of mine and, you know, people say this thing, Shannon, and I want to bring this up because I feel like you're going to get me on this. Um, people say this thing of like, you know, like we chose to be here and I'm like, yeah, I actually didn't choose to come back to earth this time. Like I have this memory, like this very vivid memory 
of me coming down to earth and I didn't want to come down. I told there were two ancient angels behind me, ancient. Okay. And they were like, yeah, it's time to go down. And I was like, no, like, I don't want to go down. And I was looking down on earth. And I think I was doing this for like a long time because I didn't want to go back. And then they pushed me down to earth and I yelled the whole way down until I woke up as a baby in this lifetime. So I actually like didn't want to come down to earth, but I'm here to do what I'm here to do. And I'm super mission based because it's like, I was literally kicked down to earth. Wow. <laughs> Some of us have literally been kicked down to earth and we can say, Oh, we chose to be here. It's like, yeah, I didn't choose to be here, but I have a responsibility. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. That's pretty cool that you can remember that. It's something. <laughs> My family thinks I'm crazy, but you know, I only share like small things with them. I don't share everything. <laughs> oh gosh, your family's like not, not on the same vibe or what? Are you like I the mean, black sheep in the fam? I'm definitely the black sheep, but like they'll hear, they'll listen to my stories. Like if I tell them something, they'll be like, oh, interesting. Like they'll, <laughs> they'll play with it. Right. And you know, my, they know it's true, but they also have their conditioning. Like I, people, when I talk about this stuff, people are like, D, like, I can't not believe you because you're super grounded in reality and yet you're, they're speaking it like it's truth. You're not doing any weird, like, you know, you're not, you know, I can tell you're speaking truth, but I, I haven't experienced it. So it's like, but as you know, everything magical happens through experience and, you know, I, yeah, I've had so many experiences and I'm, I'm going to be writing a book on this probably after my next book. Um, on all of the experiences because I really want to share these experiences because a lot of people who are on this path are starting to wake up and um, starting to have memories and they don't know where they're coming from and they think it's from this life but it's actually past lives and there's a lot of different um, <laughs> there's a lot of different energies living in this world and backgrounds and we all have different missions and so it's like yeah it's it's interesting. I'd like to share more of it. I don't share too much of it. I share a little bit here and there in my, in my content online, but I like to keep it, you know, reasonable. <laughs> what can people digest right now of me? Okay. I'm going to sprinkle that in. But another, another example, I was in Bali, um, you know, I don't know, like before COVID, right? Pre-COVID life. And um, I was thrown off of a bike. I was thrown off of a, a motorcycle. And I was literally like a moment before hitting the concrete, I heard a whisper say, we've got you. And I literally energetically was caught by angels and I only nicked my knee. I didn't even need stitches. I could have died. Like I was thrown off the bike. Wow. And and it changed my entire day that day. I was redirected in a bunch of ways. And I met two people that I had transformational conversations with. I supported them. And I was like, I think I got thrown off my bike so that I had to be in there. Like I had to meet them that, that night. And also as a reminder that, cause I didn't want to be on my bike. I was a little nervous on the bike, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, but it was like the universal message was, it's okay to like, it's okay to like, what was it? No matter, no matter what you do, you may fall, but we'll always catch you. Like that was like the underlying message that I got from that. And also sometimes like the nicks that we get on our knee, the things that throw us off schedule during our day and our plans, there's a bigger plan that if we surrender to it, we're going to see the connections and magic everywhere. And Bali, I had so much of that, but 
yeah, like angels and like waterfalls giving me messages, like a waterfall told me what was going to happen in the world in 2021, which is now happening. And it's just like the, the world that we live in when we're tapped in is like wild. It's super wild. Oh, I want to be, yeah, that's the, the struggle with me. And, and, and it's an, also my life path number. It's just like, that's what it is. Like a lot of uh, self-doubt and tapping into gifts. Cause I've got like, my life path number is three, but it's three zero, which equals three, but the zero is inner gifts. And one, one of the inner gifts is intuition, but it's like a lot of self-doubt and like, you know, I'm not believing. And I'm like, God damn it. I want to just like remove that block so I can fully fucking dive in because I, I get the downloads and then I'm like, and then I second guess. I'm like, God damn it. Don't second guess. Like just do it. It's like a, it has to be like a countdown from five to zero, take action kind of like thing. But also we're kind of like Christmas trees. Like, you know, like if we're all Christmas trees, um, everyone's a Christmas tree with lights around them. Most people only have one or two of their lights on, right? So those are their gifts. So for me, when I tune into your energy, it feels more like it's it feels more like you just have some more lights that need to be activated inside of you um, for you to trust yourself. Like that's what it feels like. There's just like some more light bulbs that need to be activated. You just need to be activated more in your highest gifts because you're really powerful. You know, like I, I like watch your stuff. I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Like, yep. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm like, clap, 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 clap. But like you're there. It's just, um, there's, there's just also when we have a lot of energy, behind something it's like how do I direct this energy and that's where the self-doubt can come in do you find that or what comes up for you yeah sometimes I just like I have so many ideas and this is like what is it paralysis by over analysis or whatever it's like I have so many ideas and I'm just gonna have a nap now <laughs> I can't answer it totally yeah so yeah like that's why I also felt like I needed to do yoga teacher training because I like had all this energy and then like you can teach at the same time like actually like speak <laughs> wisdom you know so yeah but 2020 was just a year for kind of like reflection in a way it's like hey what do I actually want to do and it was my Saturn return so it was a big fucking shit show <laughs> oh my gosh so what do you actually want to do what do I actually want to do? I want to do what you're doing, literally help people raise their consciousness for what's coming because shit ain't over. I just know that it's not over. Like it's going to oh. get worse before it gets better. It's, this is going to last like what I got. So the waterfall, tell you the waterfall situation if you want to hear. So we, I went to a waterfall. I went with Megan actually, and, um, she'll tell you the story. And I was like, I feel like I've been here before, but I hadn't, even though I've been into Bali many times and we go down there and we're in the waterfall and I'm like, wow, I just like, I feel really like interesting here. And she's off in the waterfall and I hear the side of the waterfall is singing to me. Like I hear like hundreds of voices singing like this like heavenly song and I'm like Megan do you hear that and she's like what are you talking about <laughs> so she's doing her own thing and I'm like up against the wall like this like you know from the outside looking and people are like what's going on with that woman but the waterfall told me like it, it like transmitted all of this like light language and information into me but the main piece was everything and anything that is inorganic 
is going to come crashing down. And then that was the biggest message. And then it was just like, I started seeing, um, you know, how a seed grows and, and all of those pieces, but the bigger pieces, there's a big shift happening in the world. And every single organization that is not in alignment with like truth and is false is going to all of the structures in the world are going to come crumbling down. And it was three to five years. Like that's what I got. And I had no idea any of this was going on. And then, you know, February run, comes around and I'm like, Oh, the waterfall was talking about this. So I feel like it's going to last three to five years. And I think we're going to have some pretty big, um, earthquakes and something to do with fire that I've had visions of. I don't know if it's like, I don't know what it means yet fully, but it's, um, we have some big shifts happening. Like physical earthquakes. Yeah. Physical earthquakes. Um, I think we're going to have just some big shifts that are happening. And I, I say, think it's just, I have, I've had visions mm -hmm. and I'm not sure if it's like, are these riots or is this something like, is this fire because something hits earth? Is this bombing? Like, I don't know. I just see a lot of fire and smoke and a lot of chaos. Um, and, and who knows when this is going to play out. Potentially I could have got a download for something past five years, but I know that three to five years we're having a huge, huge shift. So it's not over. You're totally right. <laughs> yeah. So people need to be prepared freaking mentally, spiritually, like in their bodies and like, you know, in their sovereignty. And that's the work that I want to do going forward. Awesome. So just step into it, sister. And if you want to talk, we can totally talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just want to like, I don't know, end it pretty quick here, but like you also have a podcast too. So, uh, so plug yourself for your podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, the podcast is a great resource. We talk about like everything. Um, so it's called Radically Aligned. Um, that's also the name of my company. So you can head on over to iTunes, Spotify, or Simplecast and tune in. I release a new episode every week. And it's a lot of this deeper work that we're talking about here um, with different language, more simple language, so that it's digestible and um, applicable in your life. But yeah, feel free to check it out. Come listen and, and let me know what you think. And I'd love to hear from you. So amazing. And what is your date, your start date for the certification? The certification um, program, I believe, no, 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 no. I believe it's the 11th of January. It starts and it's 12 weeks. And then my Turn Your Light On program is gonna be starting in February. Yay, people get on that shit. Mrs. Deidre, she's awesome. Go follow her on Instagram, which is Deidre. Siriani, just Deidre Siriani. Siriani, sweet last name. Thanks, sister. Well, thanks so much for having me. And, um, yeah, I just love you and I love what you're doing. So keep doing what you're doing. Likewise, likewise. Namaste. Namaste.